0: Yeah, it's time for Rams All-Access here on 710 ESPN, a special edition of Rams All-Access, As today, the breaking news that Odell Beckham has joined the Rams. DeMarco, good evening. It is great to be with you. Cap, what's happening? Dude, I was looking for you yesterday, man. We were down in Downey. I thought for sure you were coming to take my eyebrow, but you didn't show up, man. I was in the
2: bushes, man. You know, I told you. (laughs) Had my camo on. It wasn't the right time, though.
0: What a day, though, right? Crazy day. I can't wait to hear your initial thought on the signing of Odell Beckham. Well, you know, the first thing um, I, I heard the
2: imaging there, and they said Odell Beckham Jr. comes to join Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. And did we just forget about Van Jefferson already? I know. Right? I mean, let's get the, let's get OBJ in uniform first and on the practice field before we start benching people.
0: Well, that's you know that is my biggest concern. It, it, look, I understand that Odell Beckham has been a great player at times during his career in the NFL. But when I look at the Rams offense and I see their three primary wide receivers, I think to myself, well, if Deshaun Jackson wasn't being used, then why the need for another star caliber wide receiver? What do you what do you say? That's to a them?
2: great question. I don't know. I, I'm surprised by this whole move. Um, you know, Deshaun Jackson couldn't find a way on the field and you know, he asked his way off the team and Then you go and do the same thing and bring in OBJ. So I guess what you're trying to do is compare Odell Beckham Jr. to Deshaun Jackson and which one is better, but um, look, if OBJ is anything close to what he used to be, I'm sure Sean McVay can find a way to get him on the field and use him in some way. And I just read uh, some comments from Matthew Stafford. We're going to hear more out of him. Uh, He says you carve out your, your niche on this team, so whatever you can do, whatever you can contribute to the team, they'll find a way to get you on the field and use you, but... Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, I thought Cup, Woods, and and Van Jefferson, uh, those three receivers have been pretty damn good this year. But if you add OBJ to the mix, I mean, that's tough to cover. You know, either way, if you, if you put Van on the bench and you got Cup, Woods, and OBJ, that's tough to cover. If you want to put Woods down for a series and put OBJ in there with Van and Cooper Cup, that's tough to cover. So it makes the Rams better on paper. We'll see how it actually pans out on the field.
0: All right, I want to get your opinion on a couple of things. In your experience as an NFL player and as a Super Bowl champion with this franchise, do you think that by bringing in a personality and a player of OBJ's stature to an offense that's already one of the highest, most potent, uh, highest flying, most potent passing games in the entire NFL, does it potentially upset any chemistry? And when I say that, here's what I mean. You're Van Jefferson. You're a second-round player and a second-round pick. They went out and got you, and you have been the forgotten man in this offense and been very productive. Somebody's role is going to change here, and somebody might not be happy. I always think about these things from a team chemistry standpoint. Could this upset team chemistry? I'm not talking about Odell being a diva. I'm talking about guys' roles changing. Sure, it can.
2: Um, and same thing with Von Miller. We haven't seen how that's going to work out just yet because Von Miller likes the rush from the left. So does Leonard Floyd. Leonard Floyd is actually leading you in sacks right now. So what do you do? Ask your leading sacker to move to the right for Von Miller? Well, I, I would imagine you're going to let it work out, and this is the only way it works in football, if you let him compete. If you say Van Jefferson, you're not going to lose your spot to Odell just because we signed him, but we are going to have you compete with the guy, then that's fair. If he beats you out for reps, then so be it. If he looks better than you do on deep routes or comeback routes or screen routes, then he's going to get more of them on game day. Uh, It's just as if a guy got hurt and someone else steps in for you. If he does well, he's going to stay in there. So. As long as you keep it to competition, I think that doesn't disrupt chemistry. But if you just start replacing people because new guys are here, then you have no chemistry. What you you have sooner or later is a mutiny on your hands. But I think Sean McVay is big on competition, and I think he's big on guys earning their reps here. So I think that's probably why Deshaun Jackson isn't here. Um, He kind of accepted the role, but I'm not sure if he really wanted to work to compete. He thought he should have been one of the starters. And when that didn't happen, he didn't like it. So maybe they talked to Odell Beckham Jr. before he actually made the deal. Hey, look, you're going to have to come here and compete for a job just like everyone else. You're not being handed a starting job just because of who you are.
0: DeMarco, um, I'm going to be very curious to hear what Rams fans have to say tonight here on Rams All Access. This is Scott Kaplan filling in for JB Long. And DeMarco is here. If it's anything like
2: my Twitter, it's going to be all over the place.
0: Well, you know, mine is too because I think you know a lot of people on Twitter have been saying to me this is the greatest move, this is the smartest move. Uh, the Rams have just gotten themselves over to another level, and yep. they're going to get to the Super Bowl. And then expectations I have a whole
2: bunch- are high. You got to win a Super Bowl, and I've even heard the C word, a, a cancer. You're bringing a cancer to your football team. Wait a minute, that might be a bit strong.
0: Well, you know, I mean, yeah. I, my my timeline is the exact same way, and and mostly I think, DeMarco, because you know, for the three hours previous to this broadcast, I was on with Sedano here on Seven Ten. And I, am skeptical. You know, I, I, I'm just, I, I know who Odell Beckham was as a New York giant, as a ball player. He was a very productive player, a very flashy and exciting player, a guy who can go across the middle, make a grab and yards after the catch can be, you know, he could, he was back then one of the best, but the attitude stuff, you know, kicking this, the, the field goal net on the side of the, uh, on the sideline. I remember that one. I, the, the scene of him on a boat. The week of a playoff yeah, game with the- that I
2: can't forget. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> <You're> right.
0: <laughs> so, so you know I I don't I think that many people, myself included, have always perceived Odell Beckham to be more of a me guy and less of a team guy. Well, th- that's
2: fair. I, I I think that's the image uh, and that's what we see. But I'll, I'll say this: I thought the same thing about Jalen Ramsey. And it couldn't be farther from the truth. I mean, this is a guy that showed up to Jacksonville in a Brinks truck. Remember that? Yes, I do, when as he matter was, of fact. Yeah, I mean, you might think this guy is all about the money or all about himself. Couldn't be farther from the truth. This guy just wants to win. He's combustible. Why is he combustible? Because he expect he expects a lot out of himself and a lot out of, out of his teammates. If that's not you know uh, directed in the right way, it's going to pop. I think maybe OBJ could be that way. And I'm, I'll say this. Uh, what was going on in Cleveland, I'm I'm not entirely positive it was all just him. That's got Baker Mayfield written all on it, too. The jury's still out there, so we'll see. But now that he's here, I, I'm sure they've had talks, and he's a celebrity. Um, he's one of those A-list guys, but he's going to have to come here and work on the grass with the rest of this football team to earn your keep uh, to stay here.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like he's got it down to the Rams and the Packers, according the, to the reports earlier in the day. And Keyshawn Johnson was on with us earlier, and he said that he'd been talking to Odell and that he thought he really wanted to play with Aaron Rodgers. But when you think about it, he's got a home in L.A. The Rams are very much right in the playoff mix and have obviously lofty goals to make it to the Super Bowl inside SoFi Stadium. Um, and And the fact that you've got somebody like LeBron – Who's such an overwhelming personality, uh, kind of encouraging you to come to L.A. I mean, it just it just seemed to fit very naturally and easily. Well, it seems I, to me.
2: I remember this, uh, and this is uh, it wasn't that long ago when Tampa Bay came to town. SoFi is the place to go on Sunday because it's SoFi and the Rams are good. But when Tom Brady came to town, there were so many celebrities inside of SoFi. It was like Staples Center on steroids. So that is intoxicating. So when you're L.A. and you have to think like Los Angeles, you want to bring people that, bring, that put butts in the seats, number one. Number two, you have to win. So it's up to Sean McVay to, to get this group going in the right direction. But bringing in names, I think you should get used to this from here on out from the L.A. Rams.
0: I think you're right. I mean, I think when you, when, if you're the Rams and you look at the Lakers or you look at the Dodgers and you see what the Lakers did with Russell Westbrook and, and all the other, you know, stars, Carmelo Anthony, guys that are celebrities, guys that have big names and reputations before they get to the Lakers, and the Lakers are going for it. When you looked at what the Dodgers did this past season at the trade deadline, going out and getting a Max Scherzer and a Trey Turner, and it didn't equate to a World Series, but, but they went out and got stars because they were going for it the rams organizationally and philosophically demarco seem to do it totally different from everybody else in the nfl they're not consumed with draft picks uh they're consumed with winning now and it winning now means free agents or or you know finding ways out of contracts that most people thought they couldn't get out of they're they're in go for it mode more so ever before, and I really think it's because the Super Bowl's in SoFi this year.
2: I I, I agree with you 100%, and I think it's still some sort of a carryover from the Super Bowl you lost. You were that close and you lost, and you want to get that feeling again, and plus, oh, by the way, the Super Bowl is here this year, so I agree with you. And L.A., competing in this market, it's not just about winning on the field. What the Lakers do, what the Dodgers do, what everyone else does here in Los Angeles is stay in the news 24-7. That's what the Rams are doing right now. They're staying in the news. They're staying top of mind every single day. Whether you want to or not, on sports stations, on TV, you have to talk about the Rams. You've been doing it for the last two weeks. You've been doing it all season long. It may have been, hey, Matthew Stafford's playing well. The Rams just won again. But today, you have talked about the Rams from start to finish.
0: And stole the headlines. Big time. Because honestly, before Odell Beckham signed with the Rams today, the lead story was going to be that the Lakers – pulled off their best win of the year last night (laughs) and the rams just absolutely stole and have dominated the airwaves and the headlines so listen rams fans let's let's talk about this what do you think 877-710-ESPN 877-710-3776 on one side there's the it's not broken so don't fix it philosophy that i'm i'm hearing out there and on the other side i'm hearing You've just added another superstar. This is like the greatest thing ever. So, DeMarco, I'm sure you want to take calls and hear from Rams fans and kind of gauge how people are are thinking about this Odell Real Beckham Rams week.
2: fans, not Raider fans in, in Rams clothing calling to hate. Real Rams fans.
0: Yo, we got real Rams fans? <laughs> Where are you guys out? Where are you at tonight? 877-710-ASPN, 877 3776 Coming up, let's hear what Matthew Stafford had to say let's hear his initial response to the news that Odell Beckham was signed by the Rams today and let's start taking your calls we want to hear what you think about the Rams move today and what it does for this team that is now seven and two and getting ready for Monday Night Football in San Francisco don't go anywhere this is Rams all access DeMarco Farr is here Scott Kaplan that's me I'm in for JB Long here come your calls, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. This is Rams All Access on 710 ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment.
1: That is a harsh lesson in business.
0: Sports is not uh, as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I
1: didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so
0: many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, it's Rams All Access here on 710 ESPN. Rams fans, we want to know what you think. We definitely want to hear from you. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Do you love the move of Odell Beckham? Do you hate the move of Odell Beckham joining the Rams? There have been a lot of different opinions flying around all day. DeMarco, I think you made a really good comp, though, that that Jalen Ramsey, when he was in Jacksonville, he wanted out desperately, and he was perceived as a diva in many ways. And he has come to the Rams, and he has been, from from all that I can figure out, he's been an ultimate team guy. So I think you, you bring up a really good comp that Odell Beckham, who has been perceived as a diva and who, I'm going to put this in quotes, forced his way out of Cleveland, could become a really great team guy in this locker room with this coaching staff with these players. What do you think? I hope
2: so. You know, it's it's hard to come here and – Flip the locker room. Take over the locker room, so to speak, when you've got Aaron Donald in the same room. I mean, he's the guy. He's the barn boss. I mean, he is the the pace setter. So, the leadership in the locker room is sound. Andrew Whitworth on the other side, almost 40 years old. There's not anything you can throw by him that he hasn't seen or any kind of attitude that he can't handle. So, locker room leadership, not worried about. And I don't think Sean McVay is a doormat head coach. I think he's a guy that's clearly in charge of this football team, so... If you're going to be here and you have an outsized ego, that's going to shrink some, at least during work hours. You can be who you want to be outside the building, but inside the room, you're going to work as hard as Aaron Donald, and you're going to work uh, within the framework of what Sean McVay wants you to do. So I don't think those type of egos actually work on this football team.
0: Do Do you have a perception that they didn't have the sort of locker room leadership in Cleveland? That anybody could say to Odell Beckham, "Hey man, why don't you cut it out?" Or, "Hey, why don't you you know get in on the grind here?" Um, you know, it's not about you; it's about us. It's I mean, do you, do you feel like in Cleveland? I'm just outsider looking in that they didn't have the sort of locker room leadership that you just described that the Rams have. Well, that's funny because uh, the one thing I did notice was Cleveland
2: went bonkers last week. Didn't they score thirty points? Forty-one points. Beat the yeah. Bengals, forty-one sixteen. After he left, so. Maybe it was, you know, addition by subtraction. Maybe that was the leadership saying, we don't need you here to be good. Uh, but Miles Garrett is there. Uh, but it's, uh, outside of that, I don't know who would be counted on as being a leader like the two guys I mentioned, like Andrew Whitworth, who's an elder statesman. I don't know if that guy actually exists in Cleveland. Uh, this will be different. Matthew Stafford is clearly the leader of this football team, and he's your quarterback. So this is a different football team with different leadership. Maybe he'll be able to assimilate. We'll see.
0: All right, DeMarco, uh, let me play for you. I'd love to get your reaction, then we'll get to the calls. If you want to jump in, 877 espn 877 3776. This is a special edition of Rams All Access as we work our way towards Monday Night Football. The Rams at the 49ers, back to back primetime games for the Rams. And it would be great if the Rams could go to San Francisco and put on a nice performance because DeMarco, this past Sunday night against Tennessee was a giant disappointment.
2: Big time. Um, I, d- d- Cap, to be honest, I think the, the whole Von Miller trade, uh, when that broke on Monday, now that breaks your rhythm. As a football team, you're coming off a win in Houston, you're getting ready for Tennessee, a division leader, and the first thing you're doing is talking about a a trade for another player. So, your rhythm, your focus is disrupted. On the other end, all Tennessee was preparing to do was kick your butt. And that's what what showed up on game day. So, uh, now here you are doing it again, but at least you might have learned some lessons. Uh, So, hopefully, you'll get back on track, get back in your rhythm to play San Francisco, plus invite and welcome a new member of your football team to your receiving core.
0: You think just uh, today's Thursday and and Odell was just signed today, but do you assume that Vaughn Miller who did not play this past Sunday night will play this upcoming Monday night? And do you also make the assumption that Odell Beckham can be very quickly inserted into this offense and he'll play as well? What do you think?
2: I'll be surprised if Odell gets on the field from Thursday to Monday. I mean, that's pretty quick. Uh there's a lot of checks and and a lot of changing plays. And the last thing you want is somebody out there that doesn't exactly know what they're supposed to be doing. Because not only can you make a mistake, you can make a mistake and get somebody hurt, especially your quarterback. So I'd be surprised if he actually showed up on Monday. Uh, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Von Miller, to me, you've got to play. Uh they traded you they traded for you. You're here. You had one week to sit. You've been in the defensive meeting rooms, defense is not that hard to pick up. It's terminology. You're doing the same thing you did in Denver, but just it, they're calling it different here. So I would be surprised if he's not on the field. Uh, I, I really way, would. If they say that ankle's not healthy enough to go, then wait a minute. Then why'd
0: you make a trade for him then? I agree wholeheartedly. And, and listen, this is a huge game because even though San Francisco is not very good, they're certainly not a team that was a Super Bowl team a couple of years ago. Um, for Arizona – to use a backup quarterback that most of us didn't even know was still in the NFL and Colt McCoy, for Arizona to use a backup quarterback and blast San Francisco the way they did, uh, and for the Rams coming off a home loss, you got to win this game inside the division even though it's on the road. you got to win.
2: Let me say this. San Francisco, yes, Arizona put it on them with Colt McCoy, but San Francisco's offense was moving the football. I mean, Kittle was having a field day. He fumbled once on the end of a 25-30-yard catch. He tried to do something, do too much. The ball came out, and they missed it. And then Brandon Ayuk, I think, dropped one or fumbled one in the red zone, unlike the 10. So if they keep possession on those drives, that's a different ball game. So I know their record says 3-5, and but don't be fooled. This is a good 49er squad, especially on offense, that could really give the Rams problems on Monday night.
0: All right, We're coming up on your calls here in just a matter of moments. Rams fans, what do you think about the signing of Odell Beckham? Do you think it's great? Do you think he's going to add to the team? Are you concerned? Are you skeptical? Are you worried at all about chemistry or what what role he's going to play or how that impacts other players? Can't wait to hear what you guys have to say. 877-710-ESPN, 877 3776 DeMarco, here's what Matthew Stafford said. These were his initial thoughts on the signing of Odell Beckham. Let's play it.
2: Great to be in contact with him. Obviously, have a lot of respect for who he is as a player. Been watching him do his thing for a long time. Got a chance to play with him in a Pro Bowl. Watched the way he worked, the way he went
0: about his business. Um, you know, and, and uh, you know, have a lot of respect for him. So, um, it's an opportunity for us as a team. It's an opportunity for him. You know, to come in here and prove himself to us. Uh, you know, like what our what our room is about. in the receiver room is pretty special. I know he'll fit right in, and uh,
2: you know, just continue to get better and. and um, You know, hopefully it'll help us as a team. Is he making popcorn or firing a machine gun?
0: I didn't know what those (laughs) background noises were. I was like,
2: what is that? (laughs) Or is this kid in the background playing (laughs) whack-a-mole? You know what I mean? (laughs) Something like that. But, yeah, I mean, look, uh, Odell's been around. He's got a rep. Uh, The guy's pure talent. He really is. And I was asked this question about, you know, uh, about reps. And is he better than... Van Jefferson, is he better than Robert Woods? I would say this. If this was the start of training camp and you didn't have a depth chart at all and you just said Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, and OBJ compete for a job, I guarantee you he'd have one of those three spots. Guaranteed. He's that good. He is that talented. The guy's got grips. He can run routes. He's fast. He's pretty smart, high football IQ, and he's competitive. I'm sure in an open competition he would snag a job on this football
0: team. But if he wasn't the number one, could he live with that? If he wasn't the the primary target of the passing game, would he be a happy guy? I
2: think he he could be happy. I think the problem in Cleveland was he was open, he just wasn't getting the football. I don't think he demanded it every single play like some of these diva receivers. Just when he's open or when you have a chance to make a play, you're expecting the football just like anybody else would. So I, I think that was a function of, I don't like this quarterback. I don't like this system. But I think here, if you have a designated role or you get the same number of targets or the same number of looks when you're open as the other guy, like as in Matthew Stafford is not just looking the one guy. He's looking for everyone. He's looking for the open guy. If you earn your spot and you get open, you're going to see the football. I think if you're in that arena, that environment, I think OBJ will be just fine.
0: Well, let's go to the phones. Let's find out what Rams fans have to say. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Rams, all access happening right now on 710 ESPN. DeMarco Far is here. Kaplan in for J.B. Long tonight. Here's James in Torrance checking in on Rams all access. Hey, James, what do you think tonight, man? Talk to us.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of on the fence on it because I like the way how the team was structured before. I'm not even crazy about the Von Miller move. Those are both, you know, all pro players, pro bowl players. But I just like – I don't like when teams overload with stars. I didn't like the KD Warriors. Different subject, but I didn't like that. You know, I just think when you have a team that's good and they're going good, your record is good, you're going to add some pieces there. But when you add these superstar players, you know, I just kind of like it the way that it was before. So, you know, I'm kind of on the fence on it. I understand his move to come here. And, you know, I'm not to diss the city of Cleveland – but um if he was tired of cold weather, he wasn't gonna go to Green Bay. So I get the I get the move coming here for him. I just don't particularly care for it too much. That's right. Great show. Thank you.
2: It's mid November and I'm wearing shorts.
0: Right. <laughs> At night. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. All right, let's keep it going. Let's uh let's talk to Toby in Lakewood. Toby, you got DeMarco Farr, you got Scott Kaplan. This is Rams All Access on seven ten ESPN. Toby, what do you say?
1: I need to
0: to see someone from Yo, Toby. Toby's oh? listening to the radio. We're gonna have to hang up on Toby. <laughs>
2: Sorry, Toby, call back. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh Ignacio in Whittier. What's going on, Ignacio? How you doing tonight? Pretty good. I'm by yourself, gentlemen. Good. They call me Nacho Libre. That's
1: easier. Ah,
0: okay. So, uh, you got it, Nacho. Ah, my,
1: my, th- my take is DeMarco, you're an awesome guy. But anyways, my take is that all these haters are hating uh, Odell coming to L.A., but he's Hollywood. He's a perfect fit for the Rams, opportunities, business, commercials, movies, and they're going to let him be. And eventually when we get to the Super Bowl, we're going to get Cam Akers back and we're going to roll.
2: You know, that's a great point. I was talking to a guy that was here in training camp, and I don't want to say his name, because I told you already, Adam's looking at me, Uh, but he said he was willing to come here to take a reduced role, and it wasn't even about the money. Uh, This is a full-time starter, a guy that's only been a starter his whole life, and said he was willing to come here to be a backup, and you don't even have to pay me. All he wanted to do was get a hold of this market. I mean, the market meant more to him than being paid by the team, so... That is an avenue. Like you said, OBJ is box office. He's Hollywood. There's going to be opportunities here that you wouldn't get in Cleveland. And, by the way, your football team's pretty good and you have a chance to win this year. So, yeah, this is a good spot for a guy like him, for a guy right. like OBJ. All
0: right, listen, let's keep it going. 877 espn 877 3776 Rams fans, you wanted more Rams talk on this radio station. You got Rams All Access on the air tonight. Now, coming up, we're talking a lot of Odell Beckham, but wait a second. There is a monster game that is going to be played this Monday night in San Francisco. And DeMarco has already said that last week, the the Vaughn Miller trade might have been a distraction midweek. What does this Odell signing mean midweek as you're getting ready for Monday Night Football? We'll get to that coming up. This is Rams All Access on 710 ESPN. It's a great opportunity, but, you know, they pose a lot of problems. You know, they do a great job schematically of really challenging your edges in the run game and the boot game, the different things they do in the play action. You know, everything starts out looking the same. It ends up being different. And so, um, you know, Jalen's versatility is a real value. But you just mentioned, you know, they got two players in Debo Samuel and Kittle. check you can really throw into the mix that they're kind of Joker-esque type of players that they utilize in a variety of ways that uh, really challenge you defensively. It's Rams all-access on 710 ESPN. Sean McVay talking about the game coming up Monday night. The Rams will travel to the 49ers. And, DeMarco, I'm curious, you know, you said that last week's Sunday night football game against Tennessee that trading a player like a Vaughn Miller in the middle of the week to the Rams can be a distraction. And while the Titans were preparing to beat the Rams, the Rams were all talking about the addition of Vaughn Miller. When it comes to this game Monday night at San Francisco – is this OBJ story that is really dominating the show tonight, is that a concern that, that this move at this time uh, can be distracting while San Francisco is just preparing to beat the Rams? It's
2: a concern, but not as much as it was, say, last week. I don't even think they noticed it last week, but you learn from that. You, you, you got off rhythm. Tennessee took it to you. Uh, embarrassed you on Sunday night in your own stadium. So you learn from that. So they will steal them, steal themselves against that same sort of distraction. But you had no choice but to talk about Von Miller from Monday on. You had no choice. Uh, we, we had to talk with the head coach about it. You had to interview players about it. This is Thursday. The hay's almost in the barn for San Francisco. You've done your prep. So you've done most of the hard work. So y- you've gotten into your San Francisco game plan kind of OBJ-free. Now – You can start answering questions about it, but there still is a chance for distraction, but not as much as it was when Von Miller was traded here. No.
0: You know, you said uh, that you don't expect OBJ to play Monday night. Now, it's only Thursday, and you're right. I mean, most of the work and the game planning and the installation is already in, but, you know, last week we thought Von Miller might play because he didn't need to, quote-unquote, learn the defense. He could just rush the passer. Can can Odell Beckham not be given a crash course on five or ten plays that he could possibly contribute on Monday night?
2: I'm sure he can. You can kind of program him with a few plays. Uh, your terminology, it's going to take a while to learn. I remember Sammy Watkins when he was here. It took him the entire year to learn the playbook. As a matter of fact, he was the only receiver I ever saw – like after week 14, that was still carrying his playbook on the bench during practice because he was still trying to learn this. So there's a lot. But it's not just the play call. It's the adjustments, too. It's knowing when Matthew Stafford changes the play, what does he expect of you to do? And there's some things, and this goes into your conversation with – with uh, with George Sedano uh, about being talented, OBJ being more talented than Cooper Cup. I'm not sure if you can ask OBJ to do what you ask Cooper Cup to do, as in go deep on one play. The next snap, I need you to go kick out an outside linebacker. And not just a token block, I really need you to block him or lead the running back up through the A-gap, right through the center guard gap. I mean, these guys are being asked to do stuff that receivers don't normally do. So that's going to be tough for any new player to come in and pick up within three days so I would be shocked if he actually went out there and played offensive snaps
0: all right with DeMarco Far. this is Scott Kaplan on Rams all access on 710 ESPN you want to jump in you want to get involved in this conversation you've got an opinion about the signing of Odell Beckham let's hear from you let's hear it eight seven 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 ten espn 877 3776 to the phones we go DeMarco here is Scott in Riverside checking in on Rams all access what do you say Scott
1: Hey, guys. Um, I hope it's not a distraction. It could be, but I hope it's not. Um, I've been a fan since 75, so I've seen some great teams
0: and some really lean
1: teams. But honestly, I don't care who throws the ball. I don't care who catches the ball. I don't care who runs the ball in L.A. That's all that counts to me. And I applaud the Rams for going all in. I think it's great.
2: He wants to win a championship. See, that's what I respect. I do. Um, A lot of this glitz and glamour and Hollywood stuff, I mean, that's fun. That makes you a lot of money off the field, but it only matters what you do on the field. And can you come away with more wins than losses? And can you win a championship? That's the stuff that matters.
0: Well, yeah, it makes me think to myself, if I'm in Odell Beckham's shoes and I was in New York City where in the early part of my career, one catch catapulted me into national stardom Uh, i'm not saying that he wasn't performing thereafter and that he didn't put up big numbers and that he wasn't productive he was but he burst onto the scene with the insane catch on a sunday night football game so he had he had the the new york thing already done then he goes to cleveland where he's clearly not a happy player and he's he's not getting the ball the way he wants to but it's also cleveland and i don't mean to knock the city it's just it's not hollywood and if i'm if i'm odell and i'm a i'm a celebrity already the opportunity to come to la and play for the the rams to to be friends with you know with, with lebron to have opportunity outside of football this to me from odell's standpoint demarco was a complete and utter no-brainer in comparison to green bay no
2: doubt i mean look if you're going to leave to go to a place where, one, they're going to use you. Because I'm looking at the stats right now. Cleveland is the number one rushing team in the NFL. That It's like going to play receiver at Navy. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do you really expect to see the, the ball that much in a running <laughs> offense? So you're coming to a place where they have Matthew Stafford uh, and Sean McVay. They, they like to attack with the forward pass. Uh, you're a receiver, a pure receiver at heart. This is the right place for you uh, offensively and off the field. You're a guy that's high profile. You're a guy that likes to be in the mix. You already have a house here. I mean, it fits. It works. Uh, it makes sense. Now, the only thing you have to do is assimilate. Find a way onto the field. And find a way to be like the other receivers that are already here and be unselfish. Maybe you'll you'll change perception about, uh, about yourself, what people think about you. Maybe you can come here and reinvent yourself and win football games to boot.
0: Yeah, I would be looking at the Lakers and looking at a guy like Carmelo Anthony and seeing how that guy had to be the number one guy, but now he's a role player and he embraces that role. And if you're Odell Beckham and you look around, you go, hey, there's really good receivers here. There's a really good quarterback here. Uh, We got a good coach. You got got a good offensive coordinator, got a good wide receiver coach. You know what? Things could go really well for me here. And I don't necessarily have to be the only guy. I can just be one of the guys. No
2: doubt. And something uh, no one else talks about. This is still a very young roster. So let's say you get everything right. Let's say OBJ comes in and he assimilates and they find a way to make it work with Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup, and Robert Woods. And Von Miller comes in and... You find a role for him on defense, and it works out with Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, and Von Miller, and you're, you're humming on defense. And let's just say you roll through the playoffs and win a Super Bowl in your own house. There's nothing that says you can't do it again with this roster. You're young. You're still growing. There's a lot left in the tank for Matthew Stafford, so I wouldn't be just thinking about one year here. I know Sean McVay isn't thinking about one year. You have a chance to build something special that will last for a while. This window is wide open.
0: It's also interesting because everybody assumed that Vaughn Miller was a nine game rental and uh, the Rams have been talking publicly about, no, we're not only thinking about this year. We're we're thinking about long term relationship here. So for everybody that just assumed it was OK, they got him. Denver paid him, and the Rams have very little risk. They're talking, at least publicly, about wanting this to be a much longer-term relationship.
2: I don't think he's done. It seems like when guys get past a certain age, 30, 32, 33, they start thinking you got one foot out of the game already. Remember, I told you this the last time we did a show, Bruce Smith, the great Bruce Smith, who leads the world in sacks, leads the league in sacks, the the career mark, 200 sacks, got like 84 sacks after the age of 32. Von Miller still has a lot left. Maybe he just ran its, it just ran its course in Denver. Needed to change the scenery to kind of reignite or recharge the battery. You're in Los Angeles where you get a chance to train year-round. It's always nice weather. You can become a better football player than you already were here in Los Angeles. So I wouldn't just think of these guys in terms of nine-game rentals. I would say they're here as long as you can keep them here.
0: DeMarco, let's sneak in one more phone call, and then we'll uh, we'll jump to our final segment here on Rams All Access, and we'll take more of your calls because everybody wants to get in and get on the air and talk about this. Here's Sean in the OC. Hey, Sean, you're on Rams All Access. Talk to us.
1: How you guys doing? Yo, yo. Great. So um, I'm a lifelong Rams fan, and I'm uh, usually the guy that agrees with Cap. Um, On this one, though, I'm going to have to go the other way. Um, I think this move makes all the sense in the world for the Rams. It's a low-risk, high-reward move. They're getting him for a minimum contract. Um, If it doesn't work out, they can release him just like they did with Deshaun Jackson. Um, Cap, you've said he's not the player that he used to be, but I think being a number three receiver behind probably Cup and Woods, I don't think he has to be the same guy. And um, the quote you, you guys played from Stafford, I think he said something very telling there. He said it's a great opportunity for OBJ to fit in. So I think it sounds to me like they've impressed upon him what they expect from him and don't want from him already. And the last point I just want to make is something I haven't heard anybody talk about is I I think this is also about Green Bay not getting him. Yeah. Because (laughs) if OBJ goes to Green Bay or Seattle, that's a problem for the Rams.
2: Great point. Yeah. Excellent point you make. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? If Deshaun Jackson could have kind of humbled himself some, he would still be here and we wouldn't be talking about this. It, this is a tough pill to swallow for some guys when you think you're a top flight guy or you're a guy that you think should be, you know, receiving 15 targets a game. And when it doesn't happen, it may drive you crazy. But if you can fit in and take your role and maximize your role and help the team win and be happy with that, there's a spot for you here, man.
0: I thought Cooper Cump really talked about that earlier today, saying, look, guys on this team, you either fit in and you're part of our team or you will stick out like a sore thumb. And if Odell Beckham comes to this team and he's a great teammate and he's a great role player, and like Sean was saying, that you know he, he accepts his role potentially as a number 3, uh, the third targeted receiver, if he can accept that and excel, I mean, he could completely change the perception that guys like me, not that he has to impress anybody like me, but guys like me have that perception of him being a selfishy diva kind of a wide receiver. He'd change the whole storyline.
2: True. Or um, it could be Van Jefferson that accepts that role. You know, look, hey, we want to use you for third down. We want to put Odell Beckham Jr. on the field ASAP. Are you okay with that? Sure, as long as we win. So there's going to be a lot of acceptance going on with – within that receiver uh, room. So just because he's here doesn't mean he's going to start right away, and just because he's here doesn't mean he's not going to start right away. (laughs) We'll see what's going to (laughs) happen. All right,
0: right, we're coming back to your calls, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. One more segment to go here on the special edition of Rams All Access. If you want to get on the air and you've got a strong opinion, we're coming to you. Stick around. This is Rams All Access on 710 ESPN. Yeah, it's Rams All Access on 710 ESPN. One final segment to go if you want to get onto the radio, you want to share an opinion about this Odell Beckham story. 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. DeMarco, are you watching, by chance, Thursday night football between the Dolphins and the Baltimore Ravens?
2: My jaw is unhinged. Miami's leading Baltimore right now. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Wow, this is bizarro year.
0: You can't figure this NFL out. I no. mean, you, you just can't figure it out. I like to me, I know this one was a little under the radar last week, but how can the New Orleans Saints with a third-string quarterback beat Tom Brady in Tampa Bay and then turn around the following week and lose to lowly Atlanta? You just, you can how does Denver give up Von Miller and then go destroy Dallas? last week you can't figure this NFL out what did they
2: say uh humility is only a week away in the NFL if that ain't the truth that's the thing that gets me about the Niners they're coming off a loss they're gonna uh, they're hungry for a victory and they've beaten you the last two seasons in a row this head coach uh there's something between these head coaches it's super competitive so no matter what you think the 49ers or how bad you think they are they have a funny way of bringing their a game against the Rams home and away
0: Yeah, the Miami Dolphins are leading Baltimore 6-3. The Ravens do not have a touchdown, and we're deep into the second half. And I don't know if you saw this play just now. This is just uh, Tua gets back into the game for Miami because Jacoby Persec gets hurt, and he throws what's intended to be a screen pass, and rather than the running back catching it, an offensive lineman catches it and makes an amazing run and dive for the goal line, but... He's an ineligible receiver. But, it's, look, it's a
2: highlight. That's going to live forever. I see you. I see you, big man. Now go get some oxygen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's finish up with a couple of calls. Here is Toby and Lakewood jumping on to Rams All Access. Toby, what do you think, man? Oh, man, I think OBJ, addition to our team, is going to be amazing. You know, it's going to add
1: to, the, to, the, uh, to our receiving core. It's going to help us finish the season strong.
2: Get in the playoffs, play strong, and get to that goal. Get to that Super Bowl. Will be going to help us. That's what I think. All right, Cap. All right. I'm getting nervous. See, here we go again. You know, we're we're talking a lot about one guy and not about the game coming up. Yeah. <laughs> See. Yeah. There's there's a lot of heat there. I mean, look, you've got to come back from San Fran from Levi Stadium at eight and two. You have to. You got to keep pace. The Cardinals, they got something special going on in Arizona. They're not looking back. They think this is their year. You're going to have to keep up with them. So every win is is important. So I'm glad OBJ is here, but let's get back to talking about San Francisco and beating them.
0: Yeah, because really, last Sunday night, that loss against Tennessee uh, was was bad. And when I say bad, what I mean is it's not just a bad loss at home. It's that the Packers, for example, <laughs> yeah, they lost against Kansas City and they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, and we still don't really know if Aaron Rodgers will play this weekend against Seattle, but Russell Wilson is expected to come back. My point is, is that you had a chance to elevate. You've know, you're, you're got to be thinking about home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Arizona's got that lead. Arizona, with a backup quarterback, tore San Francisco up, yeah. and the Packers didn't have Aaron Rodgers. You had an opportunity to get a game up. And you didn't take advantage of that opportunity last week against Tennessee.
2: You're going to have to steal some back. you have any boxing friends? I do. uh, When they get knocked out and then they come back to you and say, well, how did I do? You you got knocked out, bro. You know what I mean? (laughs) What what do you want me to say? You you look great until he hit you. (laughs) (laughs) While you were
0: standing, you were looking pretty good. (laughs) Right,
2: Right. So, same thing with Sunday night. I mean... Uh, I wouldn't say you laid an egg. I would say that Tennessee just absolutely beat the you-know-what out of you, so you're going to have to regroup from that and take that anger and take that that feeling that you had leaving that stadium and take that to San Francisco and never forget it. Forget about this OB, OBJ thing for a while. That will work itself out. First and foremost, what's paramount right now is you got to go down to San Francisco and get a win. Let
0: me ask you this, DeMarco. If I would have said to you two weeks ago, pre Von Miller, pre-OBJ, hey, you could you could add to this team, and we got about a minute to go here, but what position would you say the Rams would have needed to have added to this team prior to von Miller and obj right end <laughs> a right
2: a right edge rusher you got everything else uh maybe another cornerback maybe uh well now that Darius Williams is back maybe um when he was on the shelf, maybe another cornerback, but definitely a right edge rusher. you've been looking for that for a while, but I think you've been fine everywhere else. You you were seven and one, now you're seven and two, so there's not much to want on this team.
0: Yeah, I mean but I, listen, rush end corner yeah. or, or secondary help for sure. Wide receiver was certainly not on my radar, not given the statistics that this Rams offense has produced this year. DeMarco, have a great broadcast on Monday Night Football. We'll all be listening here on 710. And for all the Rams fans out there, we appreciate you guys tonight listening to Rams All Access. This was a special OBJ edition, and I think we all needed to get on the radio tonight and talk this thing out. And by the way, overwhelmingly the opinion from Rams fans they're very very bullish it seems on the addition of Odell Beckham for DeMarco Farr for Adam Bronstein our producer this is Scott Kaplan thanks for listening and let's see what happens Monday night in San Francisco DeMarco have a great night man you too peace out everybody